0: Good morning and welcome to Your DIY Health Radio here on the Spreaker Radio Network and simulcasting on free conference call. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ramretard. You can call me Sarge. It's Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. This program is meant to provide natural healing information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I search for and present to my listeners natural modalities that simply assist and augment the body's ability to heal itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now, you can visit my website at YourDIYHealth. That's your yourDIYhealth.com, that is. That's Y O U R D I Y, like do it yourself, health, H E A L T H, YourDIYHealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there, including the terahertz frequency devices. And now you have uh, your choice of two different uh, companies. Uh, My all-time favorite now is the Life products. The foot device is called the P90, which is uh, what I actually tried first and just absolutely loved. The results I got were far better than what I was getting from all the other things I was using previously. And now they also have a wand that uh, rivals the professional model with itera but is $3,800 less money <laughs> it's uh, super high quality um, really does a great job comes with a $200 oscillating stand and it's only 600 bucks so uh, I encourage you to check it out there's information on the website about everything but of course <laughs> sorry about that I didn't have my hand on the cough button the, uh, the still the, the least expensive uh, opener type uh, or beginner wand, uh, which is still great, is the IteraCare Classic 2.2, which is still $380. But uh, if you figure a lot of people end up buying a stand for theirs, which, again, you're going to pay pretty close to $200 for. Um, so that basically, if you deduct the price of $200 from the um Holy Life version, you're only paying four hundred for the one, so that's twenty dollars more than the classic, and it's better than the Pro model with Itera care which is thirty-eight hundred dollars. So uh, there's there's plenty of options. If you have any questions, you can hit the contact me button, and I'll be happy to discuss them with you. The Holy Life is just uh, we're an official uh, pre-launch here in the U.S. They've been around for a couple of years now, but they've only been in the U.S. for uh six or eight months i think something like that and they aren't going to be officially active until after the first of the year so if you're looking at a business opportunity you'd be getting in on the ground floor here in the u.s with holy life and they've got fantastic products um super super good they own their own uh, uh, manufacturing centers so they can control quality uh extremely well and these products are extremely well made um no indications you'll have any problems with them they're just going to run like crazy so uh, anyway check it out if you have any questions hit the contact me button and definitely hit the radio shows button at the top of the page is the link to the archive page set up through castbox.fm pretty close to 1400 shows up there now as far as i know i haven't checked lately but it's probably close to or maybe exceeding that and then if you scroll down a little bit further uh right below that actually you'll see the new rumble button Yes, we're on Rumble now. Everything we've done since the uh, first show in October, which was the second, uh, is there now archived. And uh, we encourage you to follow the page and like the videos and that kind of thing. So more people, the algorithm will push it out further and more people will find out about it. So they can hopefully learn how to restore their health naturally instead of using dangerous drugs and surgery, which never restores anything uh, for the most part. And, you know at the same time share it with other people so um, check those things out if you have any questions you know where the, the, the contact me button is and uh, keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the spreaker radio network free conference call uh, rumble any of the platforms we're on um, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening and for that matter and nothing we say in the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health or wealth issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. Now I did forget to say after the um, uh, rumble button, if you scroll down a little further, you'll see the information on the shows we do when they're on and how you listen and then, of course, at the bottom of the page is the link to the Facebook page, set up for the show, as well as the Telegram channel. All righty, then. Let's get into things. Um, the stars are falling. The stars are falling. Yeah. Actors dying suddenly. Matthew Perry, age 54. Tyler Christopher, age 50, are the most recent losses. Yeah. Um, this is a uh, from a couple of weeks ago. But it's still, um, it's an article from Vigilant News, and uh, they list a whole mess. They said 34 young actors and actresses who died suddenly in 2023, many had autopsies done. Whether we can get the actual results is another question. But uh, on October 31st, 2023, 50-year-old Tyler Christopher, ex-husband of Eva Longoria, star of general hospital and days of our lives died suddenly from a cardiac event in his san diego apartment hmm gee i wonder what caused that general hospital actor tyler christopher dead at 50 sweet soul and wonderful friend christopher uh, tyler christopher best known for his emmy winning role in general hospital died when he was 50 christopher's former general hospital co-star maurice bernard um or bennard i guess it is uh, confirmed the actor's death on Instagram it is with great sadness that we share the news of the passing of Tyler Christopher. He wrote Tyler passed away this morning following a cardiac event in his San Diego apartment. Bennett continued. Tyler was a truly talented individual that lit up the screen in every scene he performed and relished bringing joy to his loyal fans through his acting Tyler was a sweet soul and wonderful friend to all of those who knew him. Bennard also noted that Tyler was an advocate for better mental health and substance use treatment who openly spoke about his struggles with bipolar depression and alcohol. We are beyond devastated by the loss of our dear friend and pray for his children and his father. October 28th, 2023, 54-year-old Matthew Perry Star of NBC sitcom Friends died suddenly around 4.10 p.m. on October 28th. First responders found Perry unconscious in a hot tub at his Los Angeles house and were unable to revive him. He had played pickleball for one hour the morning before his death. His pickleball partner said he was fatigued and had been fatigued over the past week. And uh, Perry was a big advocate of the... uh, uh 19 um, lethal injections and he actually had a t-shirt designed that he was pushing using his uh catchphrase that he made famous on the uh, friend sitcom could i be any more vaccinated of course he didn't say vaccinated on the show but he always used it for something could you be any more this be any more that But he had these T-shirts made up, could I be any more vaccinated? And if you could prove that you got vaccinated, he would send you a shirt, uh, apparently. And, uh, of course, one of his uh, other uh, fellow stars on the show, Jennifer Aniston, is what you might call a COVID vaccine Nazi. Uh, She has basically cut people out of her lives and out of her uh, circle of friends if they refuse to get the bioweapon jabs. So uh, my guess is Courtney Cox, David Schwimmer, uh, um, Matt LeBlanc, and um, um, what's her chops, uh, Phoebe, what was her name, Uh, Lisa Kudrow. Uh, I would think that probably all of them are jabbed as well. Otherwise, the little uh, vaccine Nazi Jennifer would not let them be in her circle of friends anymore. Just guessing. Don't know that to be true, but that's my assumption. But, you know, there were all kinds of stories going around that uh, Matthew had uh, drowned in his hot tub. Hmm. I haven't been around too many hot tubs that were deep enough that you couldn't stand up (laughs) if you were having problems. The chance that he drowned slim to none. And uh, my guess is he probably, after the... uh, Activities of the morning, playing pickleball and that kind of stuff, uh, and then sitting in a hot, hot tub, probably stress his heart to the point where the jab kicked in and off he went into the big uh, screen in the sky. But uh, another one who died long before he should have, and more than likely as a result of his taking and advocating these toxic jabs october 29th 2023 filipino actor joey paras or paras p-a-r-a-s however you pronounce it age 45 died on october 29 after a battle with an undisclosed illness and um, this is a female joey um, entertainment icon joey paras dies at 45 from undisclosed illness and everything in here is too small to read but suffice it to say beautiful young lady again 45 years old people just don't normally keel over in their 40s and 50s unless there's some underlying thing especially when you're looking at all of these people from all over the world who are actors another one uh, october 17th 2023 london uh, england 38 year old model and actress tabby brown ex-girlfriend of mario balatelli died suddenly and unexpectedly from a cardiac arrest Hmm. she has been absent from social media for 18 months she appeared in ads for canon and virginia atlantic or excuse me virgin atlantic and uh, tabby brown uh, raheem sterling's playboy model x dead at 38 another beautiful young lady who you know should not have keeled over at 38 you know, unsure, you know, just a sad situation. Then, of course, we got Suzanne Summers from uh, Three's Company. Uh, granddaughter reveals final birthday card. She wrote her uh, gives nod to John Ritter. Um, how Suzanne Summers went from getting fired from Three's Company to Thighmaster Fortune. Dark Shadows actor dead at 84. Uh i wonder just a little byline thing there but it doesn't say anything more and then suzanne summers and husband alan hamill's relationship timeline final photo and more but uh yeah suzanne summers passed away i think she was in her early to mid 70s i think and uh still someone she was in great shape she was uh, leading a pretty clean lifestyle from what i understand i can't imagine that she would have been jabbed um she's one of the people that uh with all the the health stuff that she was going through i she might have but uh, i don't know for sure whether she had received the jab or not i never heard one way or the other but it is a shame that she's passed as well then october 5th 2023 53 year old actor keith jefferson jefferson who uh, played Django Unchained, The Hateful Eight, and a close friend of Jamie Foxx died suddenly on October 5th after being diagnosed with cancer in August 2023. Diagnosis to death approximately one month. Sounds a lot like the turbo cancers that we've been hearing as a result of taking these jabs. Again, I don't know for sure whether he was jabbed or not, but most the thing is, is most of these people... Being actors, you know, the at least in the U.S., most of the companies that employed these people were such, you know, Nazis, they would not let them work, they wouldn't let them on the set unless they could prove they were jabbed. So, chances are some of these folks overseas are probably in the same boat because they everybody seems to do what the Americans do because we're a bunch of idiots and they follow suit. But, um, again, another situation. And uh, apparently Jamie Foxx was a good friend of his and really took it hard. And, um, again, to a cancer that was diagnosed and within a month he was dead. So that sounds a lot like turbo cancer from these jabs. September 30th, 2023, 35 year old Egyptian actor, director Ahmed, Sami El Adi, uh, died suddenly from cardiac arrest due to pulmonary embolism. Hmm. And the list just keeps going and going and going. September fifteenth, twenty twenty-three, Austin, Texas. Forty-four-year-old Billy Myler, I think it is M-I-L-E-R, actor in General Hospital and Young and, restless, young and the Restless, died Sunday on or suddenly on September fifteenth. He was struggling with manic depression when he died. His manager said. His mother confirmed his death was due to suicide. Which, again, a lot of people get very depressed when they take these jabs and their their bodies just start going haywire and acting up and doing weird things and i know of a couple of people who before finding out about the itera care um were in the right on the verge of eating their gun literally they were going to commit suicide because they couldn't see any way out of the misery they were in and they didn't want to live that way for the rest of their life he may have been in the same boat. Who knows? Um, just, again, con- conjecture because they are never forthcoming. So far, nobody, none of these people have mentioned anything about a autopsy being done. The daytime Emmy winner, known for his roles in Young and Restless and General Hospital, died in September just before his 44th birthday. Again, something that shouldn't be happening. And here they say his name is Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R, so I'm not sure which one it is died in austin texas according to a statement from his manager obtained by people he was struggling with manic depression when he died his manager said however no specific cause of death was cited at the time so who knows yeah i think it was a misspelling because they've got in two places it's miller m-i-l-l-e-r and in the heading it says myler m-i-l-e-r so whatever the case he's no longer with us august 29 2023 50 year old amo kathleen height american fitness model swimsuit model and actress died suddenly after falling on the ground and hitting her head i wonder what made her fall on august 29 23 she didn't die of the fall but of a blood clot hmm and what do you think causes blood clots in 50 year olds who have been jabbed more than likely yeah probably from the COVID jab August 15th, 2023, 40-year-old Broadway actor and star Chris Peluso died suddenly on August 15th. Cause of death not released, but possible neurological injury, as he recently sought treatment for schizoaffective disorder. Hmm. And we have August 3rd, 47-year-old actor Clifton Oliver died on uh, august 3rd 2023 he was battling an illness in quotes and had spent the last six weeks in a hospital and then hospice his illness had not been revealed probably cancer mm. again 47 years old a uh, good-looking guy looks like he played in uh, a broadway uh, thing uh, the lion it looks like the lion king looks like he was one of the lions got them all dressed up, and man, I'll tell you, pretty impressive outfit. Um, let's see, the uh, appeared in the Broadway Lion King in, and in the Heights and Wicked, has died at 47. Pro- prolific performer passed away Wednesday following a lengthy illness. With posts on social media from friends and family indicating he had spent the last six weeks in a hospital and then hospice. My baby brother, Clifton Oliver, has had his final curtain call. Roxy Hall from Jackson, Florida, wrote Wednesday on Facebook. It was peaceful, she continued. His partner, Richard, was singing to him the song Psalm 23 as he took his last breath this morning at 3.20 a.m. His partner, Richard. Hmm. It was peaceful. Uh, My heart is sad. And overjoyed at the same time, I will miss him, but he is finally at peace. Hall continued the post. He brought so much light to this world, he brought so much light to my life. Then July 28th, 56-year-old actor Mark Gilpin died on uh, that same day. He was diagnosed with glioblastoma, which is a brain tumor caused by a gallium deficiency of many things. And... Uh, he was, he was diagnosed on May 5th, and July 28th, he's dead. Two inoperable tumors in his brain. That's what my niece died from. And had she listened to me, she'd probably still be alive today. But instead, she went the cut-burn-poison route of the witch doctors, and within, I think, two years or so of being diagnosed, she was dead. At the age of 24, I think it was. Let's see here. Nashville, Tennessee, 44-year-old Shonka Dukura, actress who played in the new film Elvis, died July 21st. She was found dead by one of her children at 9.30 a.m. and ran to a neighbor uh, who called 911. Autopsy, death due to arthrosclerotic cardiovascular disease. Hmm. Or some really nasty blood clotting. (laughs) What causes that? Especially at the age of 44. Hmm. Rudeport, South Africa, 36-year-old actor Bradley Oliver died suddenly on July 20th, days after being admitted to hospital from a heart attack. 36 years old and a heart attack. You know, all of a sudden children people in their teens early 20s you know 20s 30s are having heart attacks which never used to happen but now all of a sudden it's a regular occurrence and it all seemed to start up around the early 2021 2022 time frame you know oh yeah right after they started passing out these uh, uh lethal injections known as covid vaccines and what were we saying all along yeah you're going to have some that are drop dead almost immediately and then you're going to have the others that within two to five years will be keeling over and we're starting to see that exact thing happen and you can bet just about every one of these people was jabbed now being uh, i'm not sure whether this uh original place wherever this article was written was leaning towards the fact that these people were all jabbed or not. Um, I'm just I'm just going to scroll through some of the names here. Uh, Manila, Philippines, 51-year-old actor Ricky Rivero died on uh, July 16th from complications of a stroke. Mm-hmm. July 6, 48-year-old actor Jeffrey Carlson played one played uh, one of the first trans characters on television as Joe or Zoe Looper on abc's soap opera all my children died on july 6 2023 medical examiner said cause of death was dilated cardiomyopathy Hmm. june 25th london uk actor 40 year old nick baldiv died four days after being diagnosed with bowel cancer wow four days sounds like a turbo cancer to me less than 24 hours after being told that it had spread man and he was rock star apparently uh six foot three london actor took his last breath four days after being told he had bowel cancer man june 24th the remains of 65 year old british actor julian sands were discovered on a mountainside in mount baldy california he died while he was hiking autopsy could not determine what caused his death he was a highly experienced hiker Hmm. probably the stress of hiking along with the jab Uh, let's see here june 24th brazil 40 year old giselle hadlick bauer theater actress died suddenly on june 24th she was found dead at home by her daughter presumed cardiac arrest June 17th, 41 year old model and Hollywood actress Katerina Pavlik died or ended her life at an assisted suicide clinic in Basel, Switzerland on June 17th due to COVID vaccine booster injuries. Beautiful young lady. Hi guys, over the last 10 days, I became severely ill again, homebound, unable to do much. My body is too weak to fight this illness, and I have no more strength, so I made the decision to end my life at Pegasus uh, um, Association in Switzerland. I was diagnosed with untreatable chronic neurological illness, ME and CFS, caused by booster jab on top of having suspected respiratory ALS. This illness made me disabled, unable to work or have a social life and unable to enjoy life altogether. Breathing has become more and more difficult and painful for me and my lung function has been declining. Thank you to all uh, for all your friendship and support over the last year. The booster jab I received over again uh, over a year ago destroyed my health, my body and my life completely there is no other way to end my suffering other than the decision i made again such a rough situation 41 years old you know should be in the prime of her life with years and years and years to go but because she was she took the jab whether she was forced to or did it willingly whatever the case she's gone June 15th, 2023, Toronto, Ontario. 56-year-old Filipino-Canadian actor Patrick Guzman died suddenly due to a heart attack on June 15th. On Instagram, actress and acting coach Beverly Virgil shared a post by Guzman's wife, Lizel about his sudden and unexpected passing. Patrick Guzman's uh, cause of death is expected is exposed here on february 16th june or friday june 16th um news broke the filipino canadian actor uh, patrick guzman had tragically passed away due to a heart attack stay informed for more about the developments okay so that's about all there is ah here we go down below the picture cause of death former actor model who gained experience in 1990s passed away unexpectedly on Friday. The news of his demise was shared with his friends, by his friends on social media. Um, doesn't say anything about the cause of death. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. June 6th, 59-year-old actor Paul Eckstein, uh, co-creator of TV series Godfather of Harlem, died unexpectedly in his sleep on June 6th. Um, doesn't really say much more. June 1st, 2023, Plymouth, Michigan, 52-year-old Breaking Bad actor Mike Badia, I think it is, died suddenly. He died in his sleep after a cardiac arrest, did not have a history of heart issues until he took the jab, according to family describing his death as very sudden. June 1st, 62-year-old Anna Shea. Actress on Netflix reality show, Bling Empire, died suddenly from a stroke on June 1st. Uh, May 21st, Laco Emeno in Italy. 58-year-old Ray Stevenson, a uh, Northern Irish actor who portrayed Dagonet on the, in the film King Arthur, and Titus Pulo in HBO series Rome, died suddenly while working on a film in italy he was briefly hospitalized and died from a heart attack good heavens may 6th brazilian actor and comedian araldo fontini age 41 died on may 6th from a sudden illness Hmm. may 5th italy reality tv star 37 year old monica Siriani collapsed and died suddenly on may 5th 2023 she was at a bar with friends when she suddenly fell ill and collapsed attempts were made to revive her but she died upon arriving at the hospital that stinks 37 years old april 18th los angeles california 39 year old actor and film producer gavin peretti died suddenly on april 18th cause of death suicide by hanging whatever made him cause caused him to do that who knows um april 11th south korea 26 year old actress jung kay yul was found dead in her home on april 11th she had committed suicide kind of makes you wonder after hearing the uh the situation with uh katerina pavlik who went to switzerland and had him do her in that way instead of finding some other way of doing it makes you wonder if these other folks were in the same boat they were so miserable so in so much pain and they couldn't have any kind of quality of life so they took their own life who knows Mexico City, 27-year-old actor and ballad singer Julian Figueroa died suddenly on April 9th, found unconscious in his room in a ventricular arrhythmia, and died of cardiac arrest. March 17th, this one really hurts, 60-year-old Lance Reddick, famous for his work on HBO's The Wire and John Wick movies, has died. Lance's body was discovered at his studio city home Friday at 9:30 a.m. Autopsy, ischemic heart disease, and atherosclerotic coronary artery disease. And he was the guy who played the, uh, the desk clerk at the um, uh, Continental Hotel in New York. Um, great actor. I really like that guy. He just he did a super job with his performances and um, if they do a john wick five i don't know who they're going to get to replace him (laughs) he in my book he's irreplaceable great actor and just a shame whatever the case ischemic heart disease and atherosclerotic coronary artery disease that sounds more like something that was building for a while but who knows could very well have been from the jabs as well Moving right along, March 8th, 54-year-old actor Sean Lampkin died suddenly in his sleep. Um, bar owner in Martin Lawrence sitcom, Martin, was he was 54. It's a shame. February 19th, New York, New York, 28-year-old former child actor Jansen Panettiere, brother of actress Hayden Panettiere um hmm. died suddenly from an enlarged heart and in many cases that's a selenium deficiency but it could also be caused by jabs Mm -mm -mm. family of jansen panettier included uh, including his sister hayden have revealed that the 28 year old actor's death last week was caused by cardiomy cardiomegaly Hmm or enlarged heart, uh, coupled with aortic valve complications. I wonder if it's full of clots, maybe. Though it offers little solace, the metal examiner reported uh, Jansen's sudden passing was due to cardiomegaly, enlarged heart, coupled with aortic valve complications, the family said in a statement to ABC's News. We sincerely appreciate the outpouring of love and support towards our family as we navigate this unthinkable loss, and ask that we be gifted our privacy during this time of mourning. We love you so much, Jansen, and you will be in our hearts forever. February eighth, 2023, Austin, Texas, 34-year-old Cody Longdale, actor on TV series Days of Our Lives in Hollywood Heights, was found dead in his home. He died in his sleep, autopsy, chronic ethanol abuse. In other words, he was an alcoholic. Hmm, not good my take a vast majority of employers in the entertainment industry industries forced actors and actresses to take COVID-19 vaccines to get or keep their jobs and this is whoever i guess it was uh, mckenna oxenden is the writer and um, this is her take on things furthermore actors and actresses tend to travel a great deal so there was additional pressure to be fully vaccinated When it comes to actors and actresses, we see a far higher percentage of autopsies performed than in the general population. This yields very interesting results. Fourteen died from cardiac events. Four died in their sleep. Four died from blood clots. Two strokes, two pulmonary embolus. Four died from very aggressive cancers. One glioblastoma, one bowel cancer. Dead four days after diagnosis. One unknown dead after one month after diagnosis four died by way of suicide can't exclude neurological injury this pattern is typical of COVID-19 vaccine injuries and many of these are committed uh, confirmed by autopsy despite the fact that no pathologist in North America is staining is staining for the spike protein or uh, to protect Pfizer and Moderna shareholders We urgently need thorough autopsies with standing for the COVID-19 vaccine spike protein in all cases of sudden and unexpected death. So at least that person is pushing for this kind of thing. It might be the last article she ever gets to read, (laughs) right? But uh, who knows? Oh, here's one group of Marines beat up thugs outside Austin, Texas nightclub. (laughs) Oh boy. Ooh, and they're in their dress blues too. A small group of thugs learned a painful lesson last night after picking a fight with members of the proud U.S. Marines. How a video, or now a video, of the encounter has gone viral across social media. The footage shows plainclothes individuals confronting the Marines outside the voodoo room nightclub in Austin. After words are exchanged, one of the men decides to take a wild swing at a Marine, which instigates an all-out brawl. The military men... Uh, knocked down one thug after he lands three shots on a marine while he is on the ground he experienced the full might of these marines as they ran or rained multiple blows on him and uh, uh just well uh, some colin Rugg, new group of marines get into fight with group of men outside voodoo room nightclub in austin i'm surprised they're dressing their dress blues that's not normal uh attire for just going out bar hopping don't mess with the marines the incident started when an angry woman snapped a phone or snagged a phone and threw it on the street uh, she was later smacked on the on accident by one of the i have to go to the actual x here um doo, 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 doo. where'd it go she was later smacked on it uh, by accident by one of the men she was with. One of the black men then swung in a marine and missed, which then escalated the fight. Marines knocked down one of them after landing punches. Okay. Just- interesting funny how so many police just showed up immediately it's like they were almost waiting for this to happen (laughs) kind of makes you wonder but uh there's a bunch of cops there this must be a real uh, problem place or something but anyway um just wanted to check on that real quick you know being a marine myself sitting here in my trusty oorah (laughs) t-shirt couldn't help it But, uh, Semper Fi guys, they don't back down from a fight. That's for sure. So anyway, yeah, lots and lots and lots of people passing away. One that wasn't mentioned in here was, um, Ilya Kuryakin or not Ilya. His name is David McCallum. He played Ilya Kuryakin and the man from uncle back in the sixties. And more recently as Donald, Dr. Donald Ducky Mallard on NCIS, I think he was one of the uh, longest-running members of the cast, Uh, like 19 years. And he passed away, I think it was September 23rd of this year. Uh, But he was in his uh, early 80s. But again, he appeared to be in pretty good shape on the show. And I can't remember what his uh, cause of death was. But again, it would not surprise me that he uh, had complications of a COVID jab because, you know, being an actor, he was probably required to get the jab. And uh, it's a shame that, you know, Hollywood and, you know, film producers and TV producers and whatnot are such uh, um, jab Nazis, but turns out that seems to be the case. And going right along with this stuff... (laughs) lack of a better term is a uh, let me get this set to share here Um, this is one of the latest um, I think this is the one I want yep this is the latest Greg Reese video discussing the situation with pediatricians And basically, these guys, for lack of a better term, are big pharma hitmen. And uh, they're being incentivized or paid to make sure that all the kids in their practice get jabbed. So let's listen to this real quick.
1: For many years, doctors have received bonuses for adherence to the latest drug therapy protocol. Drugs that are known to be dangerous, such as statins and antidepressants. And now we know that insurance companies are paying doctors to fully vaccinate your children. This incentive program for vaccinating babies can be found in the Blue Cross Blue Shield doctor incentives booklet and specifies that every patient under the age of two that receives the currently prescribed 24 inoculations is worth a $400 payout to that doctor. For further motivation, they get paid by the hundred, and they have to vaccinate a certain percentage of their total patients, or they don't get anything. Blue Cross Blue Shield say that a doctor needs to vaccinate 63% of their patients in order to qualify. The average American pediatrician has about 1,500 patients and would have to have at least 945 of them fully vaccinated in order to get paid anything at 40,000 for every 100, this works out to $360,000. This is why most pediatricians won't provide care for families who don't completely submit to the latest childhood vaccine protocol. We are talking over a quarter million dollars, which is more than the average pediatrician's yearly salary. Research shows that an unvaccinated child's risk of death increases by over 5,000%. When they receive the current vaccine schedule. And doctors are now beginning to use virtual reality to help them administer these poisons to children who instinctively know better. tira agulha? Tirar a agulha? Tem
2: uma agulhinha. Tem, mas é pequenininha. Mãe tá mas
3: aqui eu pra eu te quero quero. ajudar. Não quero! Porque eu já tenho
1: cinco anos! Você, eu tenho medo. medo! Tudo bem, Luigi? Você gosta de super-herói? Você voltou, você voltou nossa, eu não posso acreditar ó, oh, primeiro o pólen de gelo, é bem rapidinho vem cá, peraí uhum. pronto agora o fruto
4: de fogo mas ó, oh, vamos lá bem rapidinho, peraí deixa eu pegar aqui
3: vai
1: escudinho vai escudinho, funciona funciona, funciona
3: Filho, o que você acha disso?
2: É a primeira vez que eu vejo em 15 anos da minha atuação profissional com vacinas que a realidade virtual pode transferir a dor e entretenimento. Ele chorou em todas que ele tomou desde que ele nasceu. E dessa vez não. Até achei que ele ia dar um showzinho aqui hoje. Porque quando eu era
3: pequena eu tinha medo, mas agora tem mais nada.
1: Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
0: Unfortunately, for those of you who are are just listening to the replay, you couldn't see what was going on, but this was in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and the doctors are using VR goggles to sucker these little kids into taking the jabs. And, um, you know, the mothers are all, I can't believe they didn't have a hissy fit kind of thing, and they've always cried and all this, but now everything is fine. But the main thing is doctors all over the world are being incentivized or be basically paid to inject these kids with bioweapons that will have virtually no positive effect on their lives and possibly have negative effects. Um, We all know about the the visible and easily uh, seen things like autism and uh, uh, all the other issues that kids develop after taking these things but there are a lot of times when they just have uh, neurological deficits they might have learning disabilities and all kinds of things allergies Um, you know how many kids now have peanut allergies because the adjuvants in these uh, things are made with peanut oil and the kids are hypersensitized when I was a kid you know half the school brought peanut butter and jelly to school every day for lunch you can't do that today because you'd probably kill somebody it's insane and that's what's going on yeah go ahead mark good morning good how are you doing
2: good good um hey uh i sent you uh, uh i think it's an old video i just but it's new to me i just found it hmm uh i found it on uh on, on one of the telegram channels uh i was shocked when i when i when i saw this
0: um, is that the one about the uh, that you put in chat
2: yeah okay are you familiar with that story i don't no, know no uh apparently it was uh one of these uh one of these cancer doctors up in detroit that apparently uh uh swindled uh five hundred and thirty some odd patients uh, and believing that they had cancer when they didn't—that's
0: not uncommon. <laughs> he made like he made
2: like seventeen million dollars.
0: Uh, I'm just looking through here.
2: I, I did send if, another one. There. There's two different ones. I, there's a bunch of information on this story. Yeah, well, let's but, go uh, ahead and we'll take a look at it. The again. one I sent you in chats about two minutes, thirty-eight seconds. And then there's one that I sent you, that's on your personal uh, Telegram page as well. Oops.
0: Okay. Where did it go?
2: It's pretty, I mean, this is, uh, it makes you, it just makes you wonder, you know, how, you know. If this guy's doing it, how many others are? (laughs) It makes you wonder how many many others are doing this.
0: Especially, um, I'm curious whether it's breast cancer. Let's see here. Michigan Uh, doctor. Me too. Yeah, um, let me, yeah, let me let me just yeah, get I'm, through I'm here.
2: Kind of, uh, you know, after after what my wife went through, which to mm-hmm. me was, I think was unnecessary. Yeah. But uh, you know, I mean, I even had conversations with Blue Cross about this, and, and they were like, "No, we we feel that it's that it's necessary treatment."
0: <laughs> of you course, know, they do. And, and I'm just,
2: I, <laughs> I just, oh, I, I I just cringed, you know, because, you know, they're willing to shell out, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah you know for this stuff and and it's like it's like you know I, I don't understand why any insurance company would you know would shell out that kind of money when it's uh probably not necessary
0: i don't know the way their stuff is geared up they want to they want to spend out send out money for some reason they must yeah, get it's, more it's, back they must be like it, bankers.
2: it's it's crazy that and, and the amounts though are just yeah un, unreal
0: let me let me take a look at this article here. We'll get through it and see what it says. Michigan doctor who admitted yeah. to mistreating cancer patients so he could defraud insurance companies was sentenced to 45 years in prison. Doctor Fareed Fada, age 50, pleaded guilty last year to fraud, money laundering, and conspiracy charges. In the Detroit uh, federal courthouse, Fada sobbed almost uncontrollably as he spoke prior to sentencing, speaking to victims of his treatment and their families and attendants. Fada said he had violated the Hippocratic Oath and caused anguish, hardship, and pain. And he's really upset about getting caught, I'm sure. I misused my talents, yes, and permitted this sin to enter me because of power and greed. <laughs> According to the Associated Press, my quest for power is self-destructive. And uh, let's see here. Earlier this week, numerous former patients of Fada spoke against the doctor. He's a monster and a master of deceit. One victim named Steve told his court, uh, the court via a statement read by his wife, I lost three years of my life to cancer treatments. I hate this man. <laughs> some may choose to forgive. I never can. May God, maybe God can. Some of the victims who spoke never had cancer. Others were overtreated, and some had treatment for different cancers other than the ones that, for which they were diagnosed because it brought in more money. Numerous victims who testified asked that Fada be given the maximum sentence of life in prison. I trusted him with my life. It was a was medical genocide. One victim named Patricia told the court on Tuesday, "I was a cash cow." Patricia continued, "The bone marrow biopsy was torture. I had to tell my son I had terminal cancer. I didn't know how anyone could do something to, so horrible. You showed uh, no mercy to me, so I have no mercy for you." <laughs> Federal prosecutor had asked that Fada get the full 175-year sentence. According to the Associated Press, at least 553 victims have been been identified in addition to the insurance companies who were defrauded by FATA. And let's see what this little video clip says.
5: We begin with that breaking headline today, a Michigan doctor sentenced being called a monster. A day of reckoning for the doctor who diagnosed hundreds of patients with cancer when they did not have it. Outside the court, the tears and anger he lied to so many patients, giving many of them extensive chemotherapy which then made them sick. So many of those families today coming face-to-face with the doctor as he was sentenced to 45 years behind bars. And you're about to hear what the doctor said to those families. ABC's Ron Claiborne leads us off.
6: Judgment day for the doctor who caused so much pain. Victims of Dr. Fareed Fatah outside the courtroom where he was sentenced, hand-in-hand, then defiant. 45 years for the lives that he took. It just wasn't enough. In court, the 50-year-old doctor breaking down, saying, I misused my talents, yes, and permitted this sin to enter me because of power and greed. But those words, no comfort for Cheryl Blades.
5: I could hear him talking to my mother, because I went to every appointment. So I could hear him talking to her and promising her to save her.
6: In all, Fata pleaded guilty to intentionally misdiagnosing more than 550 patients, often prescribing treatment for cancer that they did not have. He earned more than $17 million as a result.
0: Dr. Fata pounced on every opportunity to use a patient's body as a
5: profit center.
6: One of the patients, 53-year-old Monica Flagg. Stressful. It was
2: extremely emotional.
6: In 2013, Dr. Fata told her she had cancer.
2: He finally said, it is no longer smoldering. You have full-blown cancer.
6: She later learned from another doctor she was perfectly healthy.
2: I did one chemo treatment. The others did so many that they're practically dead
3: anyway.
5: This is just awful, and the question so many have, mm. wasn't there anyone else in the doctor's office looking at those charts, those tests, to know these people were healthy?
6: Well, David, eventually another doctor in the same clinic as Dr. Fata and an office worker, a staff member, did have their suspicions and took them to federal law enforcement officials.
5: They were the whistleblowers, were. and in the meantime, a second opinion you
6: told me saved some people from the same fate. Right. Some of those people who were diagnosed with cancer went to other doctors. Of course, that diagnosis was not confirmed. They did not go back to Dr. Fata. They're the lucky ones.
5: Always get a second opinion. All right, Ron, thanks so much.
0: Yeah, always get a second opinion. And then figure out a natural way to treat yourself. <laughs> IP6 is a good one. Yeah, this is. Uh, sad and uh, you know with um, mammograms they're only 30 percent effective and that, that that should tell you something so 30 percent of the time they're right 30 percent of the time you have cancer when they say you don't 30 percent of the time you don't have cancer when they say you do so how do you know and the other thing about mammograms is they are self-fulfilling prophecies with every mammogram you get your chances of getting cancer breast cancer are increased so if you get enough you will have breast cancer it's crazy um let's see here um do 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 boy that's a good question Kirby I'll have to see what we can do I don't I kind of doubt it but I'll ask and um, if I can come up I don't know if there's really a good way um, to search for those kind of things but I will uh, see what I can find out and I'll let you know but uh, they're few and far between to say the least I only know of two in central Ohio and I'm going to one of them (laughs) and I was at the other one and the pastor was a turned out to be a moron you know the founder was good but the son who took over wasn't anyway um here's another one uh, that talks about the uh, same basic topic here's a couple of people playing with the mrna stuff who are getting a nobel peace prize for it <laughs>
1: Freedom of Information Act results have shown that the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists knew that the mRNA injections were commonly fatal to babies in the womb. And $11 million was spent to bribe OBGYNs to lie to pregnant women about the safety of the injections and convince them to get the shot. U.S. nursing home data clearly shows that the mRNA shots were killing the elderly. The mRNA shots are now causing cancer. The CDC admits at least 118,000 children have died suddenly in the USA since the rollout of the mRNA COVID vaccines. The actual count is likely much higher, and that was reported a year ago nothing has really changed the historical mass murder continues and the perpetrators remain free pushing for round two and winning the nobel peace prize
6: their discovery led to a monumental medical breakthrough but even they were surprised when they learned today they're receiving one of the world's most prestigious awards the nobel prize in
4: medicine the last thing a pair of scientists expected when the phone rang at 3:40 this morning my husband picked up and he was talking to somebody and then he just handed over and said, this is for you. Did you believe it at first? Not really, you know, because, uh, you know, people can make jokes. I also thought it was a prank or, or an anti-vax joke or something. This has to be a prank. Some, <laughs> some anti-vaxxer is, 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 you know, playing with us and, you know, th- this can't be real. We wait and the press conference starts and it was real. We couldn't get funding, we couldn't get publications, we couldn't get really people to notice RNA as something interesting. It it had failed clinical trials and pretty much everybody gave up on it. I mean, everybody was skeptical, but we didn't care. Katie and I certainly didn't go into science for, for money or for awards. We, we did it because of interest and curiosity. But We've got clinical trials for seven vaccines going on right now. We've got work on uh, cancer vaccines, vaccines for autoimmune diseases, for allergies. We've got gene therapy moving into clinical development. We've got a variety of therapeutics. So. You know, it, it's already been going on for many years, and th- this has just given RNA the
0: recognition.
1: Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, you know, prior to COVID, you never vaccinated pregnant women. It's almost. And now, because of that, even the flu shots are, they, you know, get them anytime. It's insane what they have done with these things. and
2: uh, Hey, Sarge?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I just wanted to say that I just really can't stand the medical model right now, the allopathic <laughs> medical model. <laughs> I, I'm just, oh. I, I'm blown away by, you know, by all the fraud. and.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's like, you know, my God.
0: There's so. more and more coming out, too, because people are starting to be a little bit more critical in their views. Um, stuff that guys would get away with a long time ago after covid i think people are just being a little more critical and looking a lot closer and seeing what's going on but you know they know that
2: for me i i don't i don't ever want to see a doctor yeah i
0: just don't yeah they talked about
2: not one of those anyway
0: right yeah which doctors are bad (laughs) you know i would never go to an md unless i had you know a bullet hole or a broken bone that was you know Probably compound fracture, um, yeah. Arm ripped off by the PTO of my tractor, that kind of thing. Otherwise, nope. So, who's your family oh, doctor? Joel Wall. A lot
2: of the things you've said uh, make a lot of sense. <laughs> Let's put it that way.
0: I try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, even a blind hog can rustle up an acorn once in a while.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you've rustled up uh, quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Well.
0: Uh, this little hoggy can, little piggy can see a little bit. <laughs> no doubt, but, no doubt. Yeah, I'll tell you, well, you it's
2: you've, I, I'm, those of us who've listened have been educated. Let's put it that.
0: I appreciate that. Um, you know, the thing in that video they were talking about how the CDC's admitted 118 thousand kids have uh, had problems and passed with, from these jabs, and you got to remember they're probably using the Verris numbers, which, according to the most recent study. Uh, done by Harvard University 0.8% of all uh negative events or um whatever you want to call it uh, are ever reported to Vares so less than 1% so if you want accurate numbers multiply that 118,000 by a uh, by 100 and you get 11.8 million and the best uh estimates right now are over 20 million people worldwide have died from these COVID jabs so the U.S. is pretty much the most jabbed country in the world so it stands to reason that we would have the biggest portion of that and uh 11.8 million sounds about right you know when you add in all the adults because this was primarily kids Uh, you add in the adults that were stupid enough to take these things and what we just covered for the first half hour of the show, um, stands to reason we've probably got, you know, a good 15, maybe 20 million people in this country alone that have died from the jabs, not let alone worldwide. Um, just not what was it,
2: Sarge, what was it that they said, uh, that, uh, if you, if you get, uh, a, a vaccine on the childhood vaccination schedule or something, it's worth, uh, like a billion dollars.
0: Well, it's basically it's it, the doctors who give these things, they have to have generally speaking about 63 or more percent of their um kids that are patients of theirs vaccinated or they won't get anything.
2: No, but I mean to the to the pharmaceutical companies, if you get even one on on the childhood vaccination you know schedule or whatever oh you mean as it's far as like profit worldwide like, yeah or, you yeah know. it's worth like a billion dollars
0: wouldn't surprise me i mean they yeah. charge a boatload for it <laughs> and the thing is is still you know when you go uh, like my local uh, kroger store you know you can they're advertising right now you get your yearly flu shot and covid jab both of them free well who's paying for that you know the store's well, not doing it out of the goodness of their heart so, if you're silly enough to pay income taxes, <laughs> you're well, footing you the know, bill for that garbage.
2: As an example, take a look at a, a, a round of chemo. Mm-hmm. You
3: know?
2: It's like 11000 some odd dollars, okay? Yep. Of which, uh, like, they, they, they say something about, well, 9000 and blah, blah, blah was, uh, I don't know, it's like it's written off or something. I don't know exactly what that is
0: i don't know and then it's just and then big your money.
2: portion is you know like three hundred dollars or whatever and yeah you know and, 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 and yeah and, and you start and then and the rest of it we ate and you're going <laughs> i don't i don't know what you know i mean yeah it's like you said who's paying for it
0: yeah they're not eating it we are <laughs> yes yeah, bottom did. line okay Th- yeah that's right and uh right. it's it's crazy but i'm i'm currently reading a book um by uh, robert f kennedy jr called vax unvax let the science speak (laughs) and they're actually fine they're doing studies or finding studies that have already been done comparing vaccinated and unvaccinated children for all kinds of things hep b um the mmr and all the different things and every single case the kids that are unvaccinated are far healthier than the ones that are vaccinated and once you get the jab you're you know many 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 more times likely to have allergic problems, um autism, you name it, uh, sudden infant death syndrome, uh asthma, you name it, allergic rhinitis. The numbers just increase exponentially. But the uh the gist of this book is that, you know, it's clear. I'm I'm in chapter 9 I think right now and they're covering the, um which one is it? The HIV or hepatitis B vaccine. And um, everything up to that point, in every single case, the kids that are unvaxxed are far healthier than the vaccinated ones. And, you know, it just confirms what, you know, many of us have already been feeling all along, but they're finally doing the studies that should have been done years ago, comparing the ones that got them with the ones that didn't. And the kids that didn't, are so much healthier and that's the same results that we saw at the end of the vax 2 movie where you had parents who their first child was vaccinated and ended up with autism or something and the parents uh, smartly decided not to do any more and all their uh, uh, subsequent children are uh, so much more healthy and the interesting thing is normally as a woman has children the unless they are really unless they're longevity people, and are utilizing the supplements on a regular basis, each child is more likely to have health issues than the preceding one because mom's nutrition tank is is being depleted, and as a result, those kids are more likely to have birth defects as a result of the parent not having everything she needs to produce a healthy baby. But luckily, in these cases where the first child would have been in great shape, would have been the, the strongest, the biggest, the bestest of all of them, ended up getting the jab and, and got messed up over it. And then at that point, the parents started doing some research and realizing that nutrition was important, good foods were important, staying away from the, the witch doctors was important, and as a result, their kids, the subsequent babies, the second, third, fourth, whatever, were in far better shape than the first and it just puts the whole paradigm on its head and it just uh you know it err on the side of caution is the big thing you know i wish when i was a young parent and my kids were little i wish i would have had the sense to say give me one of the pac- vac- vaccine package inserts the fact that one of those things that comes in that little teeny box opens up to something like you know 15 by 20 (laughs) i mean it's rice paper the stuff is folded so tight when it opens up it covers a a desktop and when you look at all that crap you got to think that if there's that much written on this thing it can't be good and just looking at the ingredients which should be enough to stop anybody from having them inject that into their child um and then just looking at the side effects, doing a little bit of research. Of course, when I, my kids were young, it was the early 80s. We didn't have the Internet. You'd have to go and spend hours and hours and hours in libraries trying to find anything. Um, but today, man, I'll tell you what, parents today have it so much better as far as being able to research this stuff and find out the truth. And yet the vast majority are still going down this same path. Because same thing, they're so busy trying to make ends meet, trying to keep up with the Joneses. The last thing they want to do is anything that even re- remotely looks like work or research, brain time. And even that, you know, they've these people, parents today, have been run through the public indoctrination system, where the only thing they know how to do is react emotionally rather than respond with critical thinking skills yeah go ahead
2: have we met have we made a dent in uh in this though i mean are you know is the house of cards starting to collapse a little bit
0: you know i would like to think it is you know especially with covid covid was a major wake-up call for a lot of people you know, there. I know people now, uh, guys that I retired or that retired from the same police department I did. Most of the older guys were all jabbed, and several of them have died. Uh, four or five of them that I they used to know, and they should still be here. They're only in their uh, late sixties, early seventies. They still should have been around, but they're all dead because they took these jabs. And the, the interesting thing is the guys that retired after me, the younger guys, they're a little bit more critical of this stuff. And uh, one guy, I mean, he just got done with a liver transplant because he was uh, drank like a fish. But the one thing was, he said, ain't no way you're going to give me them jabs. <laughs> he had that part right. And uh, hopefully he learned his lesson on the drinking. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to say. I'm I'm talking to more people that seem like they've got uh, their oars in the water when it comes to this stuff, but I don't get out that much, and the people I'm talking to have um, kind of been along the uh, the natural lines as it has been. You know, luckily most of the the young parents in our church, uh, and that's really the only people i get a chance to talk to anymore because most of the time i'm in here talking to all you guys (laughs) i don't get out all that much but um both the young couples in our church are having their babies at home and they're not having them injected and that kind of stuff which is very encouraging to me but again they're in a fundamental baptist church which is not your run-of-mill places if you go to a methodist or a presbyterian or you know or heaven forbid catholic church you're going to find that those folks are recommending it. You know, those are the churches that actually held COVID vaccine inocul- you know, injection centers during uh, the height of this stuff. Well, Yeah, everybody needs to come and get their jabs. Well, thank goodness, you know, if they have pulled something like that at my church, I'd, I'd never go back.
3: But,
2: yeah, and, and then you see all these stories. I, I'm seeing just so much, There's tons of information, and I'm, I'm trying to, you know, like uh, pin it basically I'll, I'll send it to you and so that you have like a record of it
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh I, I do that because uh i don't know I, I i just feel like maybe you'll cover it at some point but, well, if but uh, a lot of times i do but, some, uh, sometimes i just don't see it <laughs> yeah there's a lot of information out there you know when it, when it comes to like banning natural supplements mm-hmm. and uh instead things like that like you know like they're gonna eventually they're going after your you know, the things you might be using to stay healthy, yeah. you know, um, and not only that, but I'm also seeing on the other side of it, I'm seeing stories about, uh, you know, how hospitals are struggling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I actually, a week or so ago, um, I can't remember if I, I saw it myself. I don't think I got around to playing it on the show because it's like an hour and a half, almost two hours long, but, uh, oh, Epic yeah. times just did one on, uh, Uh, it's called flatline and if you get a chance to check it out um it's really pretty good they uh, are covering especially in small towns where um one of them was in ohio in Maslin, which is northeast of me um community hospitals that are closing down after covid um just can't operate anymore and the results you know to me it's a positive thing but you know to the general public who don't know any better. They think they need to be, you know, going to these places for everything when in fact it's a fool's errand. You know, my thing is positively, is they should just happen have have urgent cares. They're open twenty four hours to deal with the traumas and that kind of thing. And then learn how to do natural health yourself. Because that's the thing. Most of the people that end up in hospitals are there for the wrong reasons because they don't know any better and they're dealing with mds who don't know a thing about how to deal with their nutritional deficiency disease and as a result people are you know dying from cancer and all this other junk when they don't have to and uh, it's it's sad you know that's where they were talking about these people that didn't have cancer but this idiot doctor in Michigan you know told them they did and they took chemo and made got them sick now, why is it that hasn't somebody made the, you know, mental jump to say, hey, if chemotherapy made these healthy people sick, what's it doing to the people that really have cancer? <laughs> you know? Right. You know, exactly. and that's the thing. You know, there was a guy named Kurt Donsbaugh who had a place in, uh, um, it was called Hospital Santa Monica in Tijuana. But his thing was, I will not give you a pill when you were uh, ill that uh, was when you're healthy that would make you sick no i won't give you a pill when you're sick to make you well if that if given when you were well would make you sick <laughs> you know it's it takes Makes a, sense. it's crazy but that's that was the smart thing that's that was how he he had radio shows that he did he would open it with that every time and um made so much sense why on earth and that's why these things are all you know classified or uh, you know class three drugs and whatnot, because you have to be done, you know, getting the prescription for them because they're so dangerous. And the worst time you want to take something that's dangerous is when you're already sick.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're awarding the Nobel prize for insanity. Yeah,
0: exactly. Well,
2: that should tell you something.
0: Well, ever since Obama got it, you know, the Nobel prize has been worthless to me ever since
2: (laughs) you're right though
0: you know but uh that's that's just crazy uh i saw this thing he had on uh, telegram or by john uh, what's his chops john lennon our society is run by insane people for insane objectives i think we're being run by maniacs for ma- uh, maniac ends or maniacal ends and i think i'm liable to be put away for it as insane for expressing that <laughs> but what's the insane all about it <laughs> you know it's nuts it uh, is we're all crazy it's, it's
2: well well it's it's because they're forcing it you know i mean mm-hmm. it, when you really take a look at it the whole medical model is yeah. a force yep you know yep. It, it's it's like yeah we know we're wrong but you know we're so far down the, the rabbit hole that we can't you know mm-hmm. we can't turn back now because admitting admitting that we're wrong would be
0: you know, oh yeah would, would, and we've would, got so much <laughs> invested in this process already you know Most of these guys, if they get their, you know, medical school uh, loans paid off by the time they're 20 years through, you know, treating people, they're doing good. Um, They've got so much invested in this stuff that you can't imagine what would happen. They have to, you know, from the time they start their practice, they have to have so many people coming through those doors on a daily basis just to make ends meet. And uh, otherwise they'd be you know destitute
2: yeah. well just 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 the just the just the overall size of the building mm-hmm. you know you, you look at yeah you know you look at the footprint that these hospitals have in, in oh, the yeah. communities it, it's
0: huge mm-hmm. you know yeah and, and i, and I of can't course stand all
2: the equipment and all the personnel and yeah. oh my gosh you
0: yeah know? you know here in columbus um you know we've got some major major hospitals um The ones that my wife has worked at over the years is one of the biggest trauma centers in central Ohio, not to mention all the elective crap they do. But what really makes me sick is when I go past my alma mater, Ohio State University, you know, they had the university hospital, which was huge to start with. But then they opened up the James Cancer Center. It is the biggest building on campus, an absolute monument to the stupidity of the allopathic system and the people that go to it. I mean this 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 building is like 20 stories high and it's nothing but cancer people. That's where my uh, where my niece died. She was uh, in that hospital. I went in to visit her one day with my wife. I you know my wife drugged me. Uh I can't stand hospitals. <laughs> and yeah. we're in there she's eating lunch and her mother had brought in Kentucky fried chicken um was sick and, sick and sipping down a big old Coke and it was oh. her birthday, so they had birthday cake for her. And then on top of that, the moron nurse that was taking care of her comes in and says, Oh, you got you want Coke? We'll bring in a six pack anytime you want it. Oh my God. And I, my head exploded. I said, I've got to leave or I'm going to shoot somebody. <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't believe it. I said, these people, even the, the hospital employees are enabling this person to make their cancer worse. Give it what the cancer wants, feed it all that sugar. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me and I just, I just i said you know you're gonna die
3: <laughs> oh yeah you know
0: and that's the thing when i first heard what it was you know they told they said it was a glioma and i immediately said that's a gallium deficiency you know give me three months and we can if you do what i tell you you'll be <laughs> cancer free nope and i like gave her one. all the information <laughs> all the stuff and had her said there's dr wallach this guy wrote the book on nutrition and they came back. Well, we listened to it, but we're going to go with the doctors. I said, "Have a nice life. It's going to be a short one." And I didn't oh, shed a right. tear when she passed. I said, "You know, it's just pays uh, your money. it you know. takes your chances." But and these
2: these people, I mean, I've I've been in you know to see relatives and stuff, and it's you know these nurses walk in and and, and you're going you know like uh, my brother-in-law was in there once, and they were giving him antibiotics, and I said, "Are you? Uh, I mean, I, I said yes. Yeah, so are you going are you going to give him probiotics as well?" <laughs> You know, to, to offset the antibiotics, and, and they're like, well, I'll ask the doctor. Sure enough, you got probiotics, you know?
3: And, and I, <laughs> well, I, that I, might I be,
2: thought, be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, and, and you're going, you know, who are these brainiacs, you know?
0: I'll tell you what, you know, it's it's inc- it's insane. Um, what the heck? I was just looking, and I got a text message from somebody. It's a hand holding a bottle of wine. I said, I don't recognize the number. I don't know what is going on here. I got some weird stuff coming through my tech system. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the um, the allopathic community has just flat out gone malignant dumb is the best. That's one of Dr. Wellick's terms. But they really have. And they are, you know, for all these hospitals that, you know, the COVID happened and they were following the Fauci protocols that any one of them who had any sense, any training whatsoever should have known this is a recipe for murder. And yet they still did it because the hospital was being incentivized. You do this, we'll give you money. If you even mention ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or bedesinide, we will not only take away take your money away, but we'll also take your license. You do anything that will help these people, you're in trouble but as long as you you know dutifully kill them on our request you'll get paid big time and we'll indemnify you
2: and the only the only way they can do this is via the insurance company
0: insurance companies and the federal government you know as long as yeah. feds are behind you you're you, i yeah. mean they had a license to kill literally
2: yeah. yeah they they subsidize them or whatever
0: yeah i mean yeah
2: it's that i mean but the insurance thing i mean that racket is the only reason why they're able to build to build these empires Mm -hmm.
0: and the funny thing is is how when you're a senior citizen you know i don't know if you you haven't probably reached that point yet but i did (laughs) i'm 66 and a year ago um i was looking at things because my wife's job changed and i I had been covered under her insurance not that i ever used it but in case of like a trauma case or something i had something and the situation i was in once i my once i hit 65 is their insurance wouldn't cover me anymore you have to do medicare there's no way around it unless you are self-insured if you're rich enough to pay your own bills which right now i'm not But the thing is, is you're forced into a system. And then when I applied for Medicare, you know, everybody gets part B, it's instant or part A, it's instant. And all that covers is hospitalization. But part B that covers everything else, like if you have to go to the emergency room or something like that, you have to pay for that and you have to apply for it. And I was denied. I don't know why they would never tell me. But the only thing I have is part A so if i if I get run over by a bus or something i can I can get a ride to the hospital and they'll take care of me while I'm in there if they don't kill me but once I'm checked out, I'm out of luck, or if I have to yeah, go to it, an emergency room or something you
2: could only do like uh cobra up until you're sixty five is that right I don't know it, I never yeah, really I like paid like much
0: attention to it um with most time experience. with cobra you're it's like that's what covers you when like you lose your job or something. And normally it'll only go well, for well, like a year.
2: Well, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said cobra, but but uh, there's some kind of deal where, like, uh, say you retire before sixty-five, you can uh, use your. You can still uh, buy your employer's uh, medical plan up until sixty-five. I think it is.
0: I don't know. When when I left the police department, I only had a well. I went out on a disability, so they automatically put me into Medicare. They forced me to sign up for it, and then when I got rid of my Social Security number, I contacted the pension board and said, I'm not eligible anymore, and they just switched me right over to the old blue cross that they had. Never said anything. But in 2008, uh, they switched providers and went to United Healthcare, and I went and had something done thinking that I was still covered by the old stuff, and united healthcare got a hold of him and said he's supposed to be on medicare we're not paying anything till medicare does i said well oh. i ain't taking medicare <laughs> so i ended up paying out of my pocket for like thirty five hundred bucks worth of whatever they did and it took me about three years i was only paying like 50 bucks a month and they kept telling wow. me that if you don't pay more we're gonna have to send it to collections and if i'd have oh. known then what i wouldn't what i know now i said go right ahead <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> you go right ahead i eat collection agents for lunch man i they never get anything out of me yeah, but crazy. but as it was you know i haven't had anything um in the last year and a half because you know my wife's insurance couldn't cover me and then it got too expensive so i started looking into it and even the christian medishares those companies same thing when you hit 65 you got to go to medicare and you're, yeah, you're screwed yeah. if, if for some reason they deny you and, you know, try dealing with the government. Get them to answer, you know, answer a question as to why something happened. I have not been able to get anything out of them. All they say, I sent in a request. This is what you have. You got part A, period. So I can't get anything else. I can't go outside and get one of these Christian groups because they won't pay either. You got to have Medicare. So they force you into oh. the system. Then they deny you and you're screwed you're out to out to lunch so the way i look at it if something happens and i gotta go somewhere no habla i just came across the southern border yeah just
2: don't 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 use the uh don't use the system i guess
0: yeah that's the problem you know but if it's you know the only only way i ever would would be for a trauma case but it was if it wasn't bad enough to be admitted to a hospital you know i'd go to the er and let them do because they gotta take you. And when they want to pay, so they've
2: never tried to. They've never tried to legislate anything that says, "Hey, look, you know, if you can afford to pay for your own insurance, then by golly, we'll let you do it." <laughs> you know,
0: uh, I don't know. But the thing is, now I'm stuck where I can't get anything inside or outside of the system. And if I, you know, if I need, you know, if I have to have some kind of trauma care or something. As far as I'm concerned, if they'll give it to any you know illegal schmuck that comes across the southern border free of charge, then don't yeah. expect me to be paying. You know, well, and as I'm long serious. As
2: the illegal schmucks not sixty five, I guess. Right?
0: I'll go in and just tell them. You know, I don't. You know, I'm not signing anything, but <laughs> I need help. <laughs> See what happens because they got to take you, and when I walk yeah. out, that's it. I'm not paying nothing. You
2: yeah, know? that that whole game is just it's brought with uh, pitfalls
0: if jose ramirez can get it from you know being 10 seconds in the country and he can get his wife over here and have their babies free hey if you're going to pay for them you can pay for me simple as that and if the hospital goes out of business bummer
2: (laughs) it it definitely it's out of control all of it it's 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 just so out of control
0: yep if you're a good little slave they'll cover you and if you're a free-thinking american you're screwed. (laughs) That's what it boils down to. Oh man. You know, that's what it boils down to.
2: Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. For me, I'm I'm just trying to say, Hey, look, you know, I'm just going to do the the things I know that'll keep me healthy. I'll do my 90 essential nutrients, you know, and and I'll I'll do my, my cayenne pepper to keep my blood thin and, you know, my, my honey and my lemon. And, uh, you know, just try to, you know, just try to stay, uh, on the on the healthy side of things, um, you know, and uh, try to avoid uh, having to have anything to do. With yeah, the allopathic medical model.
0: Hey, uh, did hey, did you hear my show last week when I was doing the IP six and stuff I did. Okay, I did. was going to say that. Uh, yeah,
2: it's on your it's on your uh, it's on your Telegram page too. Yeah, and, I uh, post all them the all there. there. Yeah. yeah, I was
0: going to say that's and, something you uh, could use for your wife
2: yeah I know you know I um, I don't know she's stubborn though you know, See, you know just show her
0: the paperwork it, you know you can use it along with allopathic treatments and you know go to oh, yeah. med well yeah. well she does the she does the 90 though Sarge which I I
2: think uh has really helped oh I mean, yeah she didn't that's lose good. Any, at least she's she didn't doing lose that any hair you know when she had the when she had the the chemo mm-hmm. she had one of those cooling caps oh and she paid uh, good money for it too but Ooh. But uh, that, that cooling cap um, kept her from losing her hair. And then uh, she's been doing the 90, and then I told her to do piperine, which I understand is, uh, also helps with the chemo. And, uh, and then uh, she, uh, she also uh, does some biotin. I had her uh, do some biotin and stuff.
0: Okay. And do C60? I uh,
2: uh, haven't done the C60 yet.
0: That stuff's awesome and i've been meaning to get uh, bob greska back on but uh, i don't know if you remember years and years ago um there was a a pollution commercial where you saw this mountain lake and um, you see the this stuff coming up on the shore and then you see a pair of moccasins and it pans up and here's this indian with a tear coming down his cheek well that guy died. i grew up with that commercial (laughs) yeah that guy died but his wife developed uterine cancer and the only thing she did was a sweat lodge and bob's up greska's c60 and her cancer went away so that's uh well worth it's most highly antioxidant stuff i've ever seen yeah
2: they're they're finding out um more and more about about uh cancer you know, mm-hmm. and and it seems like uh, they're, they're finding that, um, you know, it's, it's easily, uh, easily combated.
0: Yeah. You know, if you don't listen to idiot MDs, <laughs> if right. you stay away from the witch doctors, it's uh, it's it's getting easier and easier to get rid of or to prevent in the first place. That's the smart thing to do. Well, I but,
2: remember one of the things that uh, Barbara O'Neill said, you know, she said, you know, cancer doesn't like movement. You know, so, so mm-hmm. if you, you know, you get out there and run or if you, you know, you get on a, a mini trampoline and, yeah. and bounce, you know, and do your, it's, uh, it's
0: not necessarily the movement, but the oxygen that creates, it comes from the movement.
2: Yeah. And, and yeah. And the oxygen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's like, it, it, it doesn't like to be disturbed basically. Yeah. If you disturb it, then you can, you know, it, in other words, it's, 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 it's weak to begin with.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah, and uh, and you know but but for some, you know everybody gives it uh gives it power when when they basically should be trying to you yeah. know then to knock it out
0: you know, you know cancer happens because your cells don't have what they need to stay healthy and then on top of that you're doing all the wrong things like eating fried foods and sugars and everything else that feed it and as a result simply reversing that process that's the thing if you look at whatever caused you to get into the state you're in if you just do the opposite the state will rectify itself if you stop Mm -hmm. eating the bad foods cut out all the refined sugars and carbohydrates and the starchy stuff that convert to sugar that feed the cancer and you stop eating the foods that promote it like the processed meats with nitrates and nitrites the burnt or well-done meats the oils fried foods and that kind of stuff get that out of your diet and just do things naturally it will go away most of the time if you catch it soon enough and again giving the body the nutrients that needs to keep the cells healthy and that's where the 90 for life comes in and it's a simple process you just have to be consistent and dedicated and positive i can't stress that enough your mental attitude is so important to these things whether it's covid whether it's cancer whether it's anything If you're positive, saying "I'm going to beat this," I know it. You know, God's with me. My body's fearfully and wonderfully made. He don't make no junk. As opposed to having that defeatist attitude. Well, these doctors said, if you get this, it's going to kill you.
2: Well, if (laughs) you believe that,
0: it will kill you. But if you are positive, they
2: told her that she had stage one, you know, uh, breast cancer, which is like one one centimeter. mm -hmm. You know. And then they, they did the, the outpatient surgery, you know, and removed it, right?
0: <laughs> and torqued and, it off.
2: And I, it, it, well, yeah, and, and right. But if you, to me, I was like, okay, so they removed it. Now you can address it with nutrition and you should be fine. Mm-hmm. You know? But, you know, she goes ahead and goes with the recommendation. Yeah. And goes with the chemotherapy and because she had the, uh, the what do they call it, the HER2 positive gene. HER2 positive. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, and I think, I think that, I think, I believe that is a gene, I think. And mm-hmm. it, it, it has H-E-R-2 nothing to do with P- cancer. <laughs> H- yeah, yeah, HER2 positive, right? So they go, well, because you're HER2 positive, then we also recommend that you go through the hormone therapy. Mm. So, you know, so now, you know, and it's like, well, to me, it should have been okay. So you removed it, okay, it's gone. Let's just do nutrition and we should be done with it. You shouldn't have to do any chemo we shouldn't have to do any, you know, anything else. Mm -hmm. But of course, you know, they, it's like you said, you know, they, they first, first they you to death and then they go, well, to make sure it doesn't come back, uh, let's do, you know, let's do the, do the chemo and, you know, and it's like, well, you know, I, I think to make sure it doesn't come back, let's do, let's do the nutrition.
0: Yeah. It's like, Oh nuts. You know, she got better before we finished milking her insurance. So how are we going to get her to do? Well, you know, and I've got a friend at church, same thing. He had some sort of cancer. And, uh, last word was he went into remission and they said, but just to be safe, you need to do X number of treatments of chemo just to make sure I said, yeah,
2: up up yours (laughs) Yeah, at at, at $11,000 per round.
0: Yeah and you it's know, like good grief I,
2: think, think about that for you know let that sink in
0: and know. he's doing it <laughs> yeah, you know of course
2: because he's got insurance and insurance mm-hmm. you know
0: that's yeah. that's one of the positives of me not having anything like that because when you don't have, you know i have basically gone back to the early 1900s in as far as healthcare goes because i don't have any insurance so i have to find other ways to keep my body in good shape so that i won't need insurance yeah and that nothing more nothing better could happen than for the entire insurance industry in this country to go just disappear overnight if people didn't have insurance they would have to be more responsible with their health decisions and at the same time doctors couldn't charge the unbelievable astronomical amounts they do because people don't have that kind of money and that's yeah, the whole what, thing yeah.
2: what amazes you is when you when you when you take the you know you step back and you and you, you see the, the big picture and you go okay you know insurance and big pharma they're they're both kind of like the uh you know the uh, uh what do you call them um, the parasites on society mm-hmm. yeah you know
0: you know, when someone else gets to make your health care decisions, there's something wrong. And wow. when, you know, you've got insurance, if it was truly decent, you could go wherever you want, make your own choices, and they'd pay for it. But try going to a Chinese medical practitioner or a naturopath or, you know, anything other than a medical deity. And they'll, they'll, no, nope, we're not covering that. <laughs> Because you're outside yeah, it's, it's, the system, you're doing something that works. We can't have that. The whole idea is we get we pay people to kill you, and yeah, that's basically the where thing we're
2: about at. it is is too is that when you start to see this, you know, it, it starts to bleed into other areas. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you
2: know, and you you can start to see the fraud everywhere.
0: Oh yeah, you know, because we're it's in a situation rough. that every everywhere you turn in this day and age, someone's trying to kill you whether it's with oh. the vaccines whether it's with medical care whether it's in the foods um you name it and now um <laughs> i just saw a thing this morning on one of my news feeds that um there was a congressional bill uh where they were trying to um apparently there was some kind of a kill switch they were putting in cars and i'm trying to f- oh, there it is um 19 House Republicans who voted against defunding the federal kill switch mandates for new vehicles. They had uh, House representatives recently voted on an amendment to HR 4820 uh, unveiled by Thomas Mazie, a Republican in Kentucky, that would have killed a federal mandate requiring all new vehicles sold in 2026 and beyond to come with a kill switch, allowing the car to be disabled if the driver is deemed to be driving poorly or possibly under the influence of alcohol which doesn't make any difference as long as the switch is there they can use it for whatever they want if you uh, flipped off a cop or whatever the case well, shut him off on november 6th maszy tweeted out of the vote which ended up seeing 19 republicans vote against the amendment meaning they support giving federal government newfound powers to turn off people's cars on a whim if drivers are caught driving the wrong way 19 the republicans include gus bilichrist republican of florida mike carey republican ohio brian fitzpatrick republican pennsylvania chuck fleischman tennessee andrew Garbi- garbarino new york mike garcia california garrett graves louisiana john royce pennsylvania thomas Keene jr new jersey kevin kiley california young kim california <laughs> david kustoff tennessee mike lawler new york nancy mace south carolina michael mccall texas zach nunn iowa uh, maria elvira salazar florida (laughs) uh, chris smith new jersey and glenn thompson pennsylvania so yeah there you go Um, so-called conservatives who want the government to have extra powers to shut off your car anytime they want and i just hope that somebody is coming up because i'm sure for the most of these things they've already had it you look at onstar you know they've been able to shut your car off for years uh, oh, yeah. and many other companies have the same kind of thing you know i was looking at a new uh, uh, gmc vehicle several years ago and i told him i said if i buy this thing i will not take it off the lot until i have it in writing that onstar has been totally disabled and they looked at me like, you're crazy. Everybody wants OnStar. I said, that's because they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, the FBI had been sued several times for listening on people's conversations in their cars while they're driving along without a warrant, without anything. Just tapping into the system, which is live all the time. I said, nah, you ain't going to do that with me. Um, so what do you got to hide? I said, it has nothing to do with that. Said, Sarge, I,
2: how Sarge, how much do you think that they would be able to charge uh, a patient if uh, insurance uh, wasn't, wasn't, there? Wasn't, a, wasn't a factor?
0: Well, it sure wouldn't be anywhere near what they do now. I know that. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, there's just no way. You know, you look, I heard somebody talking the other day, I can't remember what it was, but they showed a picture of a bed and a bed and breakfast, a bed in a hotel, a bed in your house, and a bed in the hospital and the bed in the hospital was the least comfortable and the most expensive in the world <laughs> you know you pay for this bed for years for one night you know um i don't even know what the average hospital room is per day now but it's probably you know around ten, twenty thousand uh, dollars unbelievable yeah you know oh man you know and people balk at the oh this this Hotel penthouse, a suite in New York City, is so much per night. I said, "Oh gosh, you know, you could get two nights of this for one night in a hotel, in a hospital, (laughs) and the views better, the food's better." (laughs) Wow. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy.
2: Like uh, one night in Monaco. (laughs) Uh huh.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what. You know, I was looking. I'm looking the the sailboat I'm looking at. They have a special going on right now. You can you can rent one for two nights for ten grand. And if you buy one, then the ten grand is given, you get credit for it. <laughs> Two well, nights on go. a sailboat in the Bahamas, ten grand.
2: Yeah, and you know you get these groups that you know that do.
0: But it's still cheaper than a hospital bed.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is this is like a luxury apartment afloat. <laughs> you know, you have the whole thing. You know, five there air conditioners, washer and dryer, dishwasher, uh, you name it make
2: money doing viking funerals
3: <laughs>
0: oh, there you go <laughs> but yeah i'll tell you what the the medical system is just totally corrupt totally you know morally bankrupt and hopefully soon we'll be financially bankrupt i'm hoping you know if we could just hit the reset button on on health and go back to the early 1900s man i'll tell you what People would have money in their pockets again, they wouldn't be, you know, the, you know, most bankruptcies are caused by medical bills. Um, you know, it's insane.
2: Yeah, and before the uh, before the Rockefellers uh, decided they were going to try to take over healthcare and yep. do away with all the uh, all the naturopaths.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we can't have anything that works. We got to have what kills, and we make money in the process. That's the thank you abraham flexner and carnegie's and then rockefellers and ugh. start yeah, out when with i
3: saw that
2: when i saw that thing about about big pharma and uh you know getting just just one vaccine on the uh on the yeah. childhood uh vaccination schedule yeah. being worth uh, like a billion dollars to them i was like my gosh you know that but yeah and we all know i mean you just take one look at big pharma and yeah. you know we all know how crooked and corrupt and you know
0: they are yeah i would love to see things like uh you know used to be you had to have a blood test before you could get a marriage license and you know first off you shouldn't be getting a marriage license anyway because you know that's what gives the state control over your your marriage and any uh issue thereof your children they be they're they're a party to it and uh, i think what instead should be done is you know part of the when when two people are thinking about getting married the first thing they should have to do is watch the vax 2 movie and the 1986 the act and find out how the drug companies were going bankrupt and should have gone out of business because of all the lawsuits for the for childhood uh, vaccine in- injuries and instead you know the republican congress and the republican president gave the uh vaccine companies uh, you know total immunity and right. uh, and then what's happened after that by watching vax Two, and you can see the results of all these kids taking these jabs because parents were uninformed and lied to by their pediatricians whether you know the trouble is the pedi it's hard to say whether any particular pediatrician really knows what's going on or if they're just parroting the lies they were told in medical school uh, but either way, it's unconscionable what's going on and what's being done to the young generation in this country. Uh, every every several years, you have more and more and more uh, vaccine ailments, uh, you know, as re- related to the number of vaccines these kids are getting. and
2: I believe I, I just read something, Sarge, too, about uh, WHO, was it, that they also have this, like, you know, we can do no wrong, you know, Oh, you' yeah. uh, you can't, uh, you can't uh, sue us for anything uh, anything that we do or something.
0: Well their pandemic thing that they're trying the treaty they're trying to get pushed through would you know they get to determine when there is a pandemic get to, they get to announce it and say it's official and then any, any country that has signed on to that treaty automatically comes under control of the World Health Organization they become the dictators and they can tell every country and every person in it, supposedly what you're going to do. You know, you got to take this vaccine. You got to lock down for this length of time or whatever. And they're in control, which, you know, I don't know about anybody else, but I ain't going to stand for it. I don't care whether that moron in uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue wants to push it or not. Um, ain't going to happen here. And, uh, that's the kind of thing that they're trying to, you know. Everything is geared towards world control. The next pandemic right. will be, you know, who knows what it'll be—whether it's a Marburg thing or or what. But that's where they're pushing towards to get total control over everybody. Either you know, I mean, if but we don't you kill you, though, we're going to run you. You know.
2: Wouldn't you think, though? I mean, you know, any any reasonable human being, if they were to look at a contract like that, they would immediately reject it. Yeah. Well, the you know. trouble
0: is, is, you know, old, old Biden's been on the take forever, and uh, he's no doubt if he pushes this thing, he'll get richer and richer and richer as a result uh, because, you know, who's pushing this stuff? Klaus Schwab, uh, George Soros, Bill Gates, billionaires, and we'll fill your pockets with all this money if you simply push this through.
2: <laughs> they're, all, they're all psychopaths, too. hmm
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, follow the money and sociopaths
2: uh, and psychopaths.
0: hmm. It's absolutely yeah. insane. It absolutely is it, nuts
2: to, to think that, you know, we are actually, you know, it's kind of like what you, you just quoted that, that little John London meme, or I mean, quote that he,
0: uh, mm-hmm. uh made years ago. Yeah.
2: You know, it, it's, uh, he's right. You know, we're, we're being run by totally insane people.
0: Yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. And, uh, You know, I like George Carlin too. He's, he doesn't pull any punches. Um, he's in happy hunting grounds now, but, uh, I'll tell you what, he had some good stuff that he was putting out there. Um, and one, one of the big ones was I got several rules I live by. And the first one is I don't believe a thing that the government tells me. (laughs) The guy had it together. It's a big club and you ain't in it. Oh man.
2: Yeah. I still think, though, that you know, at least at least one of the, the the things that you know could be done to try to mitigate some of this, as far as government overreach and control is. You know, the states need to take back their power. You know, they delegated their power to the government, and you know, they they need to basically tell tell the government to go pound sand.
0: Yep. You know, the problem is, is you know. Well, that's all covered on my Thursday shows. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, anybody that hasn't needs to check out the Thursday afternoon shows with Mike Gaddy, Cal Robbins, and DW. Uh, We don't, obviously this week, because of Thanksgiving, we don't have one. I think I'm going to do a morning show um, because I don't believe there's anything going on Thursday morning that would prevent it. So I'll probably be here. You know, you'll know if you log in and you see me that I'm doing a show. If I, if you don't, then mama got me doing something else. <laughs> but I'm planning at this point to do a show Thursday morning. Uh not quite sure what it'll be on, but uh, it'll be fun. Um, but next week, we're going to be covering the Virginia Bill of Rights by George Mason. And that's going to be an interesting show because uh, it basically is what... You know, Virginia was one of the big, big, big players in the uh, early founding of this country, and the people that were there uh, were really pushing hard for individual rights and liberties, and uh, George Mason's Virginia Bill of of Rights was uh, the kind of thing that they wanted to model the U.S. Bill of Rights after, but uh, it all got shot down for the most part. And, uh, it's going to be an interesting chat to say the least. Um, looking forward to that. Also, Mike Gatty is probably, he he does, uh, right now he's got two shows on Republic Broadcasting and, uh, one of them is Friday night. It's the national Intel report from six to 8 PM Eastern. And I don't know why, but apparently December 1st is going to be his last, um, show for that for Friday nights for the national Intel report and what he's talking about and what we're probably going to do is have the group from thursday afternoons on my show all come on to his show on republic broadcasting now their system can't handle you know 20 or 30 people calling in at once so we're going to utilize my uh, free conference call platform where the most people will be logged in and i'll be connected to their system through skype And with my magic on my computer, everybody on free conference call will also be a part of the show on uh, Republic Broadcasting through Skype. And uh, everybody will be able to hear everybody, talk to everybody the whole shooting match, and we're going to do a kind of a tribute to Robert, our buddy that got me and Mike hooked up together about five years ago. And um, it'll be interesting. So anybody that's free on uh, Friday, December 1st from uh, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern, log on here to a free conference call and you can be a part of that show it'll be pretty cool and hey
2: sarge have they asked you to do any uh anything on our rbn or anything like that
0: um i've had a couple of the hosts say something to me about it but i really you know i i've got mixed emotions number one mm. i don't like being on a network where they're selling your ears and this is something I got a long time ago from Roger Sales is, you know, I like doing a show where the whole time is ours. You know, you get thinking about something and you got to stop for a commercial break. And oh, yeah. the commercials and most of the commercial breaks on those networks are antithetical to the type of things I'm pushing. You know, mm-hmm. natural health as opposed to some of the witchcraft and sorcery they they've got going on. So, I you know, that's one thing I'm not crazy about. Uh, the only good thing would be the fact that there's they got a lot of listeners, um, but I just I don't know. And the other th- problem that it would be that I'd have to fit into whatever slot they have available, and my time that I do these shows is during the daytime uh, for a reason. Because when my wife is at work, I'm home and I'm free to do this stuff. I don't want to be doing it while she's home and taking time oh, away yeah. from her. So you know it would probably be some oddball time either you know sunday or saturday evening or something like that which if they had a spot during the day i might consider it but uh, i haven't you know i don't and i don't know if rbn actually does it if they approach people or not i've had people recommend recommend that to me but at this point i'm really not interested i'd rather just have a small group that i can chat with you know more of a family kind of environment and i'm not giving grief about things and i don't know if you know mike is not doing the friday shows anymore because they don't like what he's saying or what i don't know um but i can say what i want here and although if if you go to spreaker i've noticed this i go in there and try and search for me i can't find me (laughs) so i don't know if you know because you know it's funny they have a a funding thing where you can have your shows monetized and all that kind of junk and when i signed up for it i was getting all these emails from the from speaker people saying you need to monetize your shows and all this garbage so i finally put my uh hat in the ring and said go okay go let's do what has to be done to monetize it next thing you know after a couple of weeks we've re- reviewed your content and it's not conducive to any of our advertisers so you can't be monetized <laughs> in other words they can't handle the truth so you know that's I'm just there because it's a reasonably cost-effective platform that, you know, from there, everything gets, you know, every time I post a a, a show there, it goes out to about eight or 10 different platforms like Apple Podcasts and, you know, iHeartRadio and a whole bunch of different places. Plus, now I'm putting it on Rumble as well. So, you know, we're getting plenty of, uh, and I'm averaging about 2,000 downloads a month which you know for me i think is pretty good you know it's just a i was going to ask you
2: about rumble were you going to do anything live there
0: not yet i had a buddy that was just saying you need to get on rumble just you know post your replays there and i'm looking into doing live stuff there um the big thing is number one i have a face for radio <laughs> number two i have an office for radio meaning that my uh the room that i use is just another upstairs bedroom in my house and I actually it,
2: think it works to your advantage, sir.
0: Well, it's really, it would if I could yeah. just have a good, clean background behind me because right now it looks like an episode of Hoarders behind me. <laughs> yeah,
2: but but, but uh, you know, people like real people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll and see. I'm
2: just thinking that it would work to your advantage.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm considering it, and I actually had a buddy of mine recommend a company. It's a platform that. Uh, Uh, I guess it's a website that you use that you log into that thing, and then it has all the fancy bells and whistles to stream out uh, video. And uh, one of the platforms it's used for is Rumble. So I'm I'm looking into it. Um, But right now I'm just posting replays there with an image placeholder, uh, which is just the logo for the show. Yeah. It you know when you when you go to rumble you'll actually see the the same image that i use as a picture or an icon for each show on the other platforms and then once it starts playing it kicks over to the uh, logo that uh, for the show itself but um yeah i'm well, kicking 2000 it around
2: downloads 2000 downloads uh, I, th- I think you'll build more better
0: well I'm, I'm seeing more and more views on rumble which is you know which is good um, when it first started, it was only like onesie twosies and things like that. But now I've had one, uh, you know, a hundred here recently and, um, you know, it's, it's slowly building up some steam. And the other Somebody thing is loves- with rumble is they automatic. If you're live, they post it as a live show. So people know what's live and they can go to it right then if they want. So there's, there's some advantages to it. I just got to figure out, you know what i want to do and that kind of thing but there's there's a good chance i might start doing live there
2: that would be cool though yeah that would that would be cool
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I'm sitting here in my marine corps t-shirt and <laughs> yeah, why not yeah. why not and yeah, i got my little <laughs> headphones on and my microphone and everything you know it's real that's for sure <laughs> And you'd see every once in a while. Right, right now, he's laying down about ten feet away from me at the top of the stairs. But Cooper occasionally comes in and climbs up on the chair and wants to look into the microphone and see what's going on. <laughs> 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 Haven't been able to get him to speak to it yet. But uh, yeah, but for,
2: you know, in, in your case, Sarge, you have you have a lot. You know, you have a, g- a good message. You have uh, a lot of truth out there, and you know, I think I think people uh, people are starving for that. And I, I think if you were to go live. I think you'll find that you'll have uh, far more viewers than you think.
0: Yeah, I was uh, I was encouraged here recently. I got a I've gotten a couple of emails lately that were kind of neat. Um, let me see here. I got one from uh, one of my afternoon listeners um, recently. Uh, here it is. So I was talking about the carnivore diet, and this was probably almost. I think it'll be a month ago Thursday. He says, hi, Jim. Two weeks ago, I listened to your replay with Kelly Hogan and Dr. Barry. It was a Thursday morning. I started carnivore that day. Shoulder pain from accident three years ago is gone. Neck pain is greatly reduced. I have three bulging discs in my neck. Uh, Just wanted to say thanks. I miss most shows uh, due to work interruptions. The nerve. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing this uh, forward, this information. And on the iTeraCare, um... She says that, uh, a while back, uh, let's see, when was I? I had shingles a month ago or a few months ago, I began wanding that night. I never, it never grew beyond the size of a golf ball. Wanding took the pain away immediately. The bumps erupted after a few days and then healed. Didn't miss work or feel it, feel ah. ill. And she sent me some there pics. That's again. Thanks so much. And you know that's the kind of, I that's just gratifying to have uh, when people, you know, get some good results from something I brought up on the show that they hadn't heard about and uh, that's what it's all about is spreading the word of things that help you heal naturally whether I make any money or not I don't care the, the idea is to help people and uh, that's what we're here for we'll be back in an hour doing it some more <laughs> but we're out of time now so take care of your bodies cuz it's the only place you have to live take care and god bless